Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, everyone. Uh, We're back with another episode this week. And today I am joined by one of our like old OG pod guests that we love so much. And she's been on quite a few times, but it's been a second since we've had her here in in the dumpster with us. And that is uh, the wonderful (laughs) comedian Megan Gailey. Follow her at Better Megan Gailey on IG and make sure to subscribe to her podcast. I love my kid, but da 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 um, on all (laughs) platforms. And Check out her latest episode uh, on After Midnight on Paramount Plus, uh, hosted by Taylor Tomlinson. She was just on this week. You can go check that out. And also just watch all of her videos of her stand-up. And she's the best. And we love her. And we're oh, happy she's here. Megan, I, welcome back. I cannot believe I have not been to your dumpster in so long. I've been, I guess I've been in my own solitary dumpster. We're all always in our own, you know. And then we kind of just like kind of scoot our dumpster over to someone else's and be like, hey, what, what's going on in yours? We Oscar the Grouch. My son like watches Sesame Street all the time and Oscar is so mean, but I'm like, he really does have a lot of valid points. Yeah. Well, he is, I think, I think as I I feel like I'm sure as now that you have a child and you're an adult watching it, you're like, oh, I am him. Oscar. I am. I am like <laughs> I. I go between like him and Grover because Grover is really like mm-hmm. needs. Grover has true delusions of grandeur, and and I really really relate to that. You know, I what, what are your? Do you have any hot takes on uh, Larry beating the shit out of Elmo on the Today Show? <laughs> I thought it was fucked up. Like I honestly, oh, you like, did. You thought it was fucked up. I, I don't. I, have, I don't really have a take. It. Oh, you hated it. I okay. actually hated it. Um. So I I I believe. El- so we watch Elmo. All day, every day, everything is Elmo. Mm-hmm. And and listen, we like Blue, we like Bluey. Like there's some, he loves Daisy Duck. There's some other characters in there, but Elmo is king. And so when this Elmo, hi, how's everybody doing thing happened? Right. And everyone was like, we're on the verge of diving off a cliff. <laughs> and I think that's why Elmo was on the Today it Show. Is, for yeah. To be like, Elmo, you really opened up a can of mental health worms. And so then for Larry David to fight him, I'm like, Elmo clearly <laughs> has been the dumping ground of so much hurt and sadness and anger over the last week. Do you also need to fight him when they're beat up Craig Melvin? Agreed. Wait, but he we, wouldn't. Craig we, Melvin would whoop, would whoop Larry David's ass. So it's like he went he went after a baby a monster. <laughs> a baby. He beat up a baby monster. Yeah. And my husband was saying he's like, people were talking about how Elmo's dad is all sesame, no street. Because he just <laughs> sat there and watched his baby get beat up. We must protect puppets at all costs. Yes. They bring... And, they bring so much joy to the world. And don't lay your hands on a puppet. No, and I love Cookie Monster too. I definitely got some Cookie Monster. And I, and Elmo, you know, I've I've been public about saying that Elmo is maybe the most basic of the characters, but he actually Elmo's world is really good. Like there's a whole Sesame Street metaverse mm-hmm. that is so good and so funny. 
Cookie Monster did a Les Mis sketch. <laughs> Shut I was up, like, really? This rivals SNL. Yes. He, oh, like, I think SNL could take some notes from from Sesame Street. I'm serious. Yeah, like, I am a, yes. I, like, if I see a puppet, like, I immediately shoot tears of laughter. I don't, I can't really, like, <laughs> like I have an obsession with them. I think they're so, I just think they're fucking hilarious. I think Jim Henson, they, everything yeah. Jim Henson does, I... I'm just obsessed with everything. And so I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm sure it is. It rivals um, Lauren Michaels work. And, and Elmo has, is a, you know, he's a triple threat. He's also a musical act. Mm-hmm. Um, brush, brushy, brush, 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 brush your teeth. Like a bop. Like Absolutely. And we're listening to them on loop and, you know, his heart's in the right place. And I, I felt like Larry beating him up was a bit of a clout chase. I agree. Larry Larry wanted to make a headline because the new season of Curb, the final of season of Curb is out. And headline he did make, I guess, but. Beating up a baby. Beating up a, <laughs> beating up a 30-year-old baby. <laughs> or how, I wonder how old is, how, what season of Sesame Street are we on? I mean. It's, I mean, my, I know my oldest brother watched it and he's 43. So I think we're like I think we're getting close to the fiftieth. That's crazy. Yeah. Are and you- and sometimes I'll because we watch it mostly on YouTube. Sometimes I'll click on a episode because it has like a theme that I we haven't seen before or whatever, and I'll be like, oh my god, this is retro, and it's like two thousand and fourteen. I'm like, oh no, it's not retro. <laughs> but I I have really realized that like Big Bird is kind of a bitch. Yeah, and I I could I could I'm kind of like not here for Big Bird. She's just too big. Yeah, <laughs> or he. I didn't even know she was a she. Or I guess they? I didn't know she was. I think she's a she. I think she is a she. Maybe, but it's 1980 is what I found for how long Elmo's been. Okay, us. so 44 years. Yeah. Wow, and That's it's crazy. really really good and really sweet. Yeah, it's great. What wait? What other are there other shows? that your son watches and you're like, um, wait, this is good. <laughs> um, Bluey. Okay. Blue- I've heard Bluey is, is, is like <laughs> chef's kiss actually fab. Yeah. So Bluey is universally loved by parents too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, my one hang up with Bluey is it's Australian and I do not love an Australian accent. I agree. Um, and so sometimes it, you know, hits me, <laughs> but the house is kind of like messy. The parents end up sort of having like issues, but it's like funny mm-hmm. and and it's yeah, it's just like it's really well done. And you'll sit like though he there's definitely time because it's like a little narrative is like a little tough for him because he's one and a half. Sure. Um, so he's more into just like things. A, B, C, D, and then, like, something popping off the screen. Right. Um, Louis has, like, a beginning, middle, and end. But he'll not be watching it, and I'll be watching it, and I'm like, yeah, Bluey, that's right. You know? like <laughs> What Bluey said. <laughs> Bluey, you got me. We really love Blue's Clues because the new the new friend of Blue, mm-hmm. uh, his name's Josh. He's Filipino. And my my son's half Filipino. And so they do, they like speak Tagalog in it. And then Miss Rachel Rachel is the baddest bitch around. I've heard about how, I've heard about Miss Rachel in these Sesame Streets. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I hear she. I hear Miss Rachel's doing something really spectacular on on YouTube, right? Yeah, she's on YouTube, and I think she's worth like fifteen million dollars now, and she should be. Now, does she does she like read? She reads stories, or does she tell? Like, what does she do again? <clears throat> no, so I think it started because her, she has a child, and he was like struggling to talk, mm-hmm. and she is a speech pathologist and early education person, and so she is doing it like it when I have friends that have never seen it, they're like, what the fuck is happening? Cause yeah. she's like, mama, mama, <laughs> you know, like, so she's kind of like teaching them mm-hmm. sounds and words and animals. And, and we've been in with her sort of since the beginning and you've definitely seen the production value go up. Amazing. Um, and her husband, who's kind of annoying, is writing like original music, and there's and there's a crew, and there's a Filipino man in there too. We we really we find <laughs> oh wow Filipino. okay great yeah. there we go I'm happy I'm happy that he gets to see that. Wait, so before we started recording, you mentioned that there's like a Bravo adjacent child story that you have yeah. not spoken uh, to our audience about yet. I, I need to hear it. So I had friends that were like, I love to read. And I know that's like so shocking because I'm very hot. Um, so <laughs> wait, people- how do you have time to read? Oh, wait, I got to I gotta kind of get a timeline down in my brain. Okay. So you are often on stages doing stand-up comedy. You yes. have a podcast. You yes. have a child. You yes. you stay up to date on Bravo. And then you also love to read. How, how yes. are we kind of like figuring out where in, in the day... I got to be honest, today I took a three-hour nap, too. No, <laughs> no, how? <laughs> I am finding, I am finding time. Like, I am, am I, am I great at any of those things you named? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm mediocre at, like, a lot of different things. I wouldn't say I'm Anne-Marie's 8.5 at anything. <laughs> but I read before bed uh-huh. every night. And so I don't get like super far because I end up then falling asleep. But like we have a book club. I'm in a, I started a book club if anyone's interested. Okay. And our book club's not meeting for two more weeks and I already finished the book. Okay. What you mean? Like pat you on the back? Like what do you want? I mean, I'm just, I'm finding time to read. I'm finding time to read. So my friends, before I had a kid, they were like, you're not going to read anymore and you're not going to be able to like watch as much Bravo. And I was like, (laughs) I see your challenge and I raise you that I'll be able to watch more Bravo and read more because am I going to be paying that much attention to my child? So the thing about Bravo that I've realized, especially like at how how you and I run deep with Bravo, like we've been here since like there are some people who hopped in during different scandals like Megan is similar to me and it's just been like always there. So like the characters are just people we know. So I think there are times too where Bravo can just be on and you yeah. just kind of get it. You like know what's happening, but you're doing I, something completely different. Like I'm, I'm doing work on my computer and Bravo's on. And, but if yeah. you, if the episode ended and someone was like, can you just give me a rundown of what happened? I think I can literally just go, you know, of course, but because, because, we, because know, we, we know the beats, my favorite show to be doing other things during right now is Southern hospitality. Okay. So Southern hospitality, I is for me, that is my like. I'll binge a couple episodes in sittings on like a Sunday morning or something like that. Yeah. That's how I consume that one because it is fun, but I it's hard for me to when I watch it. I want to just see how all the drama unfold. I think instead of like wait right. every week because it's 
it's a mess show for me, but I mean, it, it, I guess it's not mad. It is pretty exciting. It's just. No, it, it, it is. And like the, I, I wish this season had more Grace Lily in it. Like I feel she's like she's a, a bona fide superstar. She is a star. And, and I feel like we're getting like caught up in like Maddie's relationship. And I'm like, I don't actually care about this man or Maddie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like not invested in him cheating with some random girl. Um, okay. All that is to say. So my. Hospital. The hospital I delivered did not have Bravo. Um, hospitals. You should have vetted like, that before. I did. I actually did. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> hospitals do not have great television packages. I'm That's just gonna bizarre. Let- that feels like there's an untapped market there. We're paying a lot of money. You're paying you know? a lot of money, and you can you you have the potential. <laughs> not that you want to be, but you have the potential to be there for days on end yeah. with just waiting. You know, so like. There's no better time than to like buy a package where you get to watch Bravo. I think so. I think I think HBO and Bravo are a must for hospitals I just agree. because of bingeable shows. So I got home from the hospital. I ended up coming home like a day earlier because I was like, I gotta get out of here. I heard these chocolate chip cookies were good and they're not that good. So <laughs> stitch me up, send me on my way. So I got home. And like ate some food and then my baby, my two day old baby and I, maybe he was one, actually it was one day old. My one day old baby and I climbed into bed to watch um, last year's premiere of Summer House. So the first content my child was ever exposed to <laughs> Summer House. Was Kyle Cook. Wasted. And he wasn't like, you know, he was one day old. So it was, he was basically asleep his like eyes are closed he knows nothing but i think he was getting it like through osmosis yeah i'm sure he like kind of knows generally what lover boy is Mm -hmm. and my friends that challenged me and were like you're not going to be able to watch i'm like i am up to date on every single i'll be like are you watching miami and they're like no i don't get to that one i'm like fraud you know like you don't (laughs) care you don't care about Gertie's cancer journey as much as I do. Well, I speaking of Miami, I want to dive into it because I feel like no one is like talking about it online, really. I mean, I'm not as online as I used to be, but I still like my friends that watch Bravo, like that I have that we have our threads with. We're never really talking about it. And I don't know why, because yeah. what is that? I think there was a move. I think <laughs> the move from Peacock to bravo made it feel even though even though i take it down the same on peacock it feels different and you just like are like well this isn't my show anymore but like this the quality of the show continues to be superb i mean this past episode was one of the best house size episodes i've seen like in a minute it hits so many different notes uh-huh. and I find the women to be so gorgeous I think it's some of the best fashions now is it like well I guess I I live in LA so it's like LA and Miami have like LA's way more casual and Miami's like very bright very vibrant like extra in their fashion and I like that mm-hmm. um they are never <clears throat> they are never just like in a sweater and a scarf no, like even on Beverly Hills, like they go casual, like Not especially Miami. like especially over the years, I think they've calmed down the like fashion game, especially as yeah. Dorit loses her money. Like no, yeah, no one's right. like no one's dressing to the nines anymore. Miami is where these ladies are in full drag regalia every day. Yeah. 
And and some of it is misses. Like I'm not saying all of it is good. <laughs> yeah, I love but... Gertie. I didn't love the like weird pink hands on her no, body. No. That was bizarre to me. But I, I'm I'm happy think... she's swinging big. I didn't need the hands to be three dimensional. No, no. <laughs> like Beyonce like sh- has the has the bodysuit with the hands all over it that she wore during the tour. That's like impeccable. It's amazing. But the hands aren't yeah. popping off of the bodysuit. Right. But, but but that but Gertie Gertie definitely swings and misses. I mean, Kiki is like we have former models on there, and it's not Joanna Krupa. Like it's like these are like <laughs> one way chic, tall, international. Like whenever someone would tell me like, "Oh, I don't watch Potomac," I'm like, "You're racist." In my head, yeah. You know, no I, same. If, if you're not if you're not watching these marquee, like if you watch Beverly Hills and you don't watch Atlanta, like I don't something. Like no, I, it's big. I, it's big. Like, who are you voting for? Yeah, you know, right. like who you stand with women, and so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there's something about Miami because I was not an original Miami no, viewer. No, me, me neither. I watched it in the seven years that it was off because people were like, "Oh, it's great. You got to see it." Mm-hmm. And so I watched it, loved it, and then when it, it was announced it was coming back, I was like, "I'm so excited." And so I've been with it like since the comeback and I just find it to be really, really funny. I'm wondering because I know so many people that are like, I watch Beverly Hills and I'm like, Beverly Hills is to me, not the marquee show Mm -hmm. that the public thinks it is. I find it to be kind of boring. I think it connects with people because it's, it doesn't, it's not, (laughs) It, it doesn't challenge you in any way from an intellect side of things. It's not like the stories aren't complicated. It's right. very, it's this, it is similar to like how people kind of take down selling sunset, you know, it's like yeah. pretty. Or even like Grey's Anatomy. Like no, it's just I, right. been there so long right. that you're like, oh, Kyle. Okay. I, I know the Richards sisters dynamic, mm-hmm. even if none of the other sisters are on, like the players have kind of been consistent over the last few years but like nothing really ever happens no and i don't i i this this current season of beverly hills to be honest i'm not disliking like it's like very it's almost relaxing like i'm like there's nothing really going on but i actually do enjoy this group of women i think they do besides Anne marie like everyone kind of generally likes to be around each other which is fun to see and i don't think lisa renna is the answer for to curate drama because she's just I find her to be toxic, but like, I'm, it's not a bad season, but it's, but Miami, this, so we're there, they were trapped on a boat for, we got 45 minutes of content out of it between like the end of last episode at the beginning of this episode. Like, yes, they put 45 minutes of content in like days of a trip in Beverly Hills in Spain. They got like, like a f- full moments out of one they probably filmed on that boat for like two hours and they got, they and got they needed half of every it. single second of it to right. give us like an Oscar worthy arc so, too. Cause it's like, they come on. Lisa is in like one emotional place. Well, right. The whole, I forgot. I even forgot about that. Cause the beginning of the boat trip, they get on and mm-hmm. we're thinking about Lisa because Lisa is like Lenny just in the car ride over had added that clause to their, yeah. which is so fucked up. And Lisa, I, I can't stand her, but like the, it's so fucked up that he wants to, he, she, she cannot live with any man like 
in a certain time frame around their divorce, which is so confusing to me. Here's, I think Lenny is terrible, awful, Mm -hmm. but I also think Lisa's awful. And so there have been instances where like as viewers, we've seen something said to Lisa, you know, not by Lenny, by someone else. And then we hear her interpretation when she tells it back to a different person. And it's like, Lisa, girl, that's not what happened. And so some of the Lenny stuff, it's like, he is vile. He is gross. Like you, I don't know why you married the boob king of Miami. Like, yes, of course, everything that you think is going to happen is now happening to you. (laughs) Right. I could have like actually written this out for you. Yes, literally. Yeah. All, and it's going to happen to this next wife. 1000%. Yeah. All of that stuff is like, but Lisa, like, did he say that he was going to stop paying your alimony if, what is the man's name? Toby? Oh, I can't. <laughs> his name never sticks for me. That gay man, <laughs> I don't know his name. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever his name is, like, if he moves in and, like, I do think there are, I I just don't, like, I I don't know when she is saying Lenny is doing X, Y, and Z, I, in my head, am going, I need to speak directly to Lenny's attorney because (laughs) I don't know that I'm getting the the real fact. I I also don't think Lisa's very smart either. No, unfortunately. Like, I think half of it is, like, malicious in the way of trying to make herself the victim and the hero mm-hmm. all in one swoop. And half of it is not understanding legal terms. Right. And I, I, it, I, my heart does break for her because like, I feel like we're watching like a teenager, a teenage level of intelligence, like break down what it's going to be like to be a single mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's where, that's what we're watching. And so yeah. like the women can't expect her to operate on their same level of um of like emotion emotional intelligence because she she can't understand like basic like the way she could not completely like wrap her mind around how insensitive she's sounding like she she just has no understanding of reality she lives she's lived in that palace on on is what is it called star island i don't know if that i don't know if they live yeah. on star island but it looks like it and I think they do. yeah they, she lives in that palace on star island where there's just like hot women all around all the time and i think she just thought she lived in this like pretend world where she could be there forever and she's not going to no. be like that and so she doesn't really understand where to go from here and we're watching her just like <clears throat> fall apart but and it's yeah. heartbreaking but you kind of don't feel bad at the same breath because like you got yourself here. Because her friend with cancer is being taken to an ambulance and she's going, has anyone seen a lip gloss? Like, <laughs> I can't. I literally you can't. See these moments of like, Lisa, this is what everyone's talking about. And if anyone were to be like, snap out of it, she'd go, oh, I can't find my lip gloss. Like she acts like we're the insane ones for being like, your friend with cancer is in an ambulance. Leave the fucking lip gloss. You're fine. Right. And yeah, I don't know. She just, the. are, are you guys, a, do you have a dog? No. You don't. Okay. But are, is your, are you dog people? Like, do you like dogs? I grew up with dogs. Uh-huh. We always had a dog growing up. My husband is very allergic. Okay, got and- it. Everyone in this house has asthma, but me. So, okay, you know, so we're, no dog, dogs. we're so, dog free. <laughs> I have a dog um, and I 
we are like I grew up in a house where it's like you do not feed dogs people food just because it creates like, a culture of like begging and like because yeah, they're they're food oriented animals like it just creates them to be you know kind of crazy and so I one never understand how like she, she thought it was okay to just like give dogs like scraps of food off your table a and then b like the way that phrase fell out of her mouth was so she she you know she said that and worse when she said those dogs this is it's just chicken i'm sure it's better than anything those dogs have eaten in their lifetime or something like that like that is so disgusting to say about this like country that you're in and about the people there and mm-hmm. I thought Kiki's point where she's like, you don't like, I lived this and I was never like upset about it. Like I, like I wanted more for myself, but like, I wasn't like unhappy. Like you can't expect people just because they don't, you know, have a house on star Island doesn't mean that they're slumming it. Like it's like a crazy thing to say. And it makes me think that she's said so much worse when the cameras are down about, you know, everything, the world, it just, it, it's, it's I mean, a huge red the, flag. The fact that the end of this week's episode, Kiki is explaining all of that mm-hmm. to her, I think in a very patient way, very. given, given how Lisa had been acting even over the course of like, you know, just bringing up the juice boxing or whatever. And for Lisa to go, she, I mean, she does like what, like people that say like libtard do like she was like I'm just not gonna say anything because you can't say anything anymore and it's like no Lisa that's not that's not what we're point. saying we're we're, we're affording you the opportunity go, to learn yes you should hear this and go Kiki I am so sorry that the way I behaved and the things I said made you specifically as my friend feel like I was saying your childhood was less than yeah like it's like it's really not that difficult. Like, it's very easy to be like, I'm sorry, but to go, I'm just not going it, to, it's like when men are like, you can't even shake hands with the woman. It's like, <laughs> you can, you can, you cannot rape the women anymore. <laughs> you can shake their hands though. And they're like, no, I can't even look at a woman. And it's like, no, you can't ask a subordinate to sit on your lap during their yearly review. Like, it's like, <laughs> we're, we're asking very minimal things and you're pretending it's, it, I mean, it is what gaslighting is. Mm, it is. And that's a word that people like to use, like when it's in the wrong scenario, but this is literally it. And she, yeah. uh, she didn't hear any of it. And then for her just keeping like, but you can't throw things at me. I'm like, girl, she threw that's, a juice box. Someone should slap her and shake her. All of, all of what I'm saying though, I loved the dress she was in. Like, Oh, she looked good. She has a, she has a a very acute sense of style that works for her that you, you think based on how dumb she is that she might not do well in that department, (laughs) but like she actually shows up. Yeah, and it's, like, right on the edge of, like, tacky. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're, like, I know this is expensive because it's Lisa, but, like, it also looks kind of Forever 21 sometimes. But even, yeah, it's so telling to see all the women sit down in their, you know, glam they have in Mexico City. It's, like, we're talking about all, like, privileged women that have right. uh, wonderful lives. It, it does really kind of make me 
angry as a viewer to hear Kiki say some of the things that she's going through and be like, why are we not? I know she's a friend. I know. I thought that too. So when she was talking about her son, I was like, you have a son. What? She's a single mother of two. Yeah. And but she said, and then I, I think I'm, I'm not kidding because Lisa is so shallow. I think she learned in that moment that she was a mom. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I, I yeah. didn't even, she was, she was so like confused at that statement when he she asked if she too. knew her kids' names. Yeah. I was like, you got this bitch. And, and for Lisa to not go, I'm so sorry. Right. Like, like Lisa, like, and then Kiki said, this is karma. And I know everyone was like, no, 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 no. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. I don't care. She deserves that. I don't care. Say it to her. She's a bad person. Yeah, who cares? And 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 I know, uh, yeah. Ooh, Lisa's kids. Like, it's like, it really, you know, for Lisa's two children who I, you know, I hope, I hope they can patchwork together. Like Lenny's emotional issues, Lisa's, um, like, ineptness and like the grandma's coldness oh, into God. one sort of one sane one human amount yeah. of love but i'm like you know kiki's children are like so loved and yeah. and 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 they're not in a house on star island i get the impression because kiki's like i am financially struggling yeah and like you are complaining about having to build a $5 million house that your ex-husband's going to fund. Like that, like Lisa just really is so dumb. She really is. <laughs> She's just so um, dumb and selfish. Like even for Larsa. For Larsa. <laughs> when Larsa read her down, she looked at her, you know, and Larsa sucks. She sucks and she is dumb. It's- Probably the most vile. Yeah. But she can eviscerate someone in a second when she needs to. And when she looked at her and said, whenever your, um, whatever his name is, boyfriend leaves you, if if he ever leaves you, you'll have nothing. Like you really got to figure out what's going on. Jody, Jody. Jody. She's like, if Jody ever left you, you really would have nothing because you don't have anything to stand on. She just said it like while they're like sharing like a taco al pastor. And she was like, you're a bully. And it's like, two things can be true. <laughs> oh, my God. Larsa. I, I, These women, they bring so many levels of insanity to this franchise. And I think that Kiki needs to be in a more full-time capacity next season. I do, too. I'm fine with Adriana and um, Marisol living in the friend of world. Like, they, they contribute I- drama when they do. And then they... I just drunk but in the corner. But it really is like, I guess if I was Adriana, more Adriana than Marisol, because Marisol, I don't think she wants us digging into that relationship. I don't think so either, no. <laughs> um, but Adriana, it's like, Adriana, there's no, like, if you were to watch it, you wouldn't go, oh, that's a friend of. You'd be like, that's just a, a cast that woman sitting next to Andy at the reunion. Like, right. she is. She's chaotic, but she's definitely bringing stuff. Yeah, friend ofs don't like headline pride in Mexico City, in my opinion. <laughs> and create all the issues of the entire season. The whole season is all... She's just in the background, like, meddling with people, and then they get mad at yeah. other people. I was... I, she pissed me off about this Nicole stuff, where she, like, made... 
yep. Nicole looked to be so crazy about inviting that woman, Anna, to that brunch. Uh, that was crazy. I, I was I like, girl, you need to open your, you're, you're constantly opening your mouth. Can you please just like tell the truth here? Yeah. But it was funny too how little Marisol and Alexia cared because they were just like, <laughs> they just wanted to be mad at Nicole. I know they just, but they hate her because she's a star and she's stunning. She is so gorgeous, so rich, an anesthesiologist. And normal. Like, like she's bizarrely normal. Yeah, I think because her dad is rest in peace, like crazy, oh, yeah, you right. know? Mm-hmm. But like Nicole is, it, it's so rare that you like a housewife. And I'm like, I like you. And I would trust you to put me to sleep before surgery. Co- a completely. That's such a great point. Yeah, you. I really would be like, no, I'll, I'll take Nicole as my anesthesiologist. Yeah. Her husband? Am I taking him as my lawyer? No. <laughs> he, I don't mind him. I do not like him. What don't you like about him? I don't trust him. Okay. And I just think she is so just like incredible mm-hmm. that I I want more for her. And like he just seems so full of himself. And I'm like, you're not even the best one in your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I agree. But also the men in Miami though, like, are all sleaze balls. Bile. I mean, Todd all, Todd is number one on my list like, of freaks me out. They are all men that seem like they would sell you a Maserati uh-huh. and then you would drive it one foot and all the doors would fall off. <laughs> like, they're all, yes. like, rich in a way that feels very shady. Completely agree. Like, I can never get my hands on, like, the like Todd's finances and why they had to move out of that place. Did not make sense to me. And that he says renting is the way. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Um, Jody seems, we've yet to know what Jody's I think he's is. like a, te- he's like a, um, Silicon Valley startup guy that made a lot of money and then he just like sits on the money. But he right. is, he, <laughs> I don't know, him and, him and, um, Lisa share only a few brain cells, I think. <laughs> they both just like, look, I'm like, what, are, I want to be a fly on the wall in that house. Like, what are they talking about when cameras are down? Probably Lenny. just about Lisa and Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. I don't know that I don't know that Jody knows her kid's name, but it's because I don't know that Lisa has told him. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. When you see the like Miami men and then you factor in like the Peter of it, it's like, oh, I I realize why Kiki and Adriana are having a tough time finding eligible bachelors here. Yeah, the vibes are weird. It's so funny though, because like, do you like going to Miami? No. Okay, me neither. <laughs> So I have been a couple times, probably like five times. The last time we went, uh, my partner Brian and I, we we just like stayed. It's it's not that far from New York and it's so cheap. So it's like an easy like, the, the flights are so cheap down there from here. So it's an easy getaway to do and you can sit at a hotel and a pool and all that stuff. But um, yeah. we've had nightmare trips there. Last one I kind of got it, but we just stayed at the hotel the whole time. But I'm like, I don't get... Like, the people there, the culture there, it doesn't make sense to me. It's not for me. But then somehow on the show, when I'm watching Real Housewives of Miami, the television program, I'm like, this place, where where is this place? Yeah, and, and like, 
I really haven't been as an adult. Like I've been in to Miami like very briefly while like mm-hmm. like before after weddings or like going. So I haven't spent enough time there. It kind of feels like it has the same issues that people raise with LA, where it's like, why why is this the best restaurant in a strip mall? Like it's very yes, like yes. spread out. The architecture, like sometimes is so gorgeous. And then sometimes is a CVS. A TV. <laughs> yeah. So it's right. like, Wah. um, but I think it's like very bright. It's obviously very international. I have lots of friends that were like born and raised in Miami and they really love it. Um, yeah, same. I think, I think if you lived outside of Miami, like I think I would maybe understand it more. Yeah. And like, I do know people that love going to South beach, but then it also seems really terrifying. It's like a lot. It, 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 it sort of has like West Hollywood vibe. It is like that. Everyone's just like so hot. He's sort of. It's like everyone's hot or the full other end of the, that spectrum. And shirtless. yeah, yeah. I mean, like so hot in the sense of like everything is fake from like hairline down to toes. Yes, well, that's a reason. Um. Well, let's. What, what, are you watching? You're watching it all. Are you watching VPR? Oh yeah. Okay, so I want to kind of chat that for a second. I'm a little worried, stressed. I'm like, where are we? What do we have here? And I think we have come into an issue with um, the way things are filmed versus the way that we learn about things in the news and the way we are all on our phones all the time. And I, our attention spans are so short. I got to ask you, Megan, do you care about Scandal? Because I deeply think I don't anymore, you know? So about like two months ago, I was like, I'm over Scandaval. Mm-hmm. I like just, uh, I, I've learned everything I need to know yeah. and I'm good. And I feel the way I feel about the players and I don't need breaking Scandaval news anymore. Like right. I don't need updates on Raquel's podcast, anything. And then when the season started, I was like, okay, I guess it will be interesting to be able to see on like a micro level what was going on in this group. Mm-hmm. But I think you raise a, when they're like the, I think they say the reunion was like a month before. I'm it like, was, oh, we've gone, we've gone too far back in time. Agreed. I, I'm like, we can't be here. I, I just, and we're, it's going to create it, it is creating like this kind of animosity towards Ariana because I think we all and this is fucked up in society, but we want her to just be over it. Right? Like yeah. we're just like get over it, like move on, right? But it's like, well, this is her life and this is also filmed months after. I have been in shambles about relationships for years. So of <laughs> like I'm like yeah, we have to throw her I- a bone here, you know? I'm not feeling any animosity towards her yet, but some of that is because she's the only person I ever liked Same. on the show mm-hmm. where it was like, what is she doing there? Where everyone else is like horrific and like 
terrible and selfish and insane and insufferable. You know, like if this was Katie Maloney, I'd be like, get it off my TV. But like, since it's Ariana, I'm like, you are talented. You are kind. You are like, obviously so gorgeous. It mm -hmm. seems like people genuinely in your, in your close circle love you. So I'm willing to give you like the longest leash I'd probably give anyone on reality TV because you seem like a genuinely good person but it's i don't know that i like and even like the lala being like we need to be over it i'm like lala that seems fast like right you have been talking about rand for a year and and change and granted like as you should because like he did some crazy fucked up stuff in the industry and you also, like, are dealing with custody with him and whether the kid could be on the show. There's, there are there are outside stressors that you're dealing with still with him. So I understand your need to, like, still maybe not be over what happened to you. But, like, you got to yeah. throw her a bone. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, and anyone with eyes knew Rand was bad. Well, sure. But she so had some like daddy issues going on there. This idea of, like, well, I was blindsided, too. It's like how i've never met that man and i know he's disgusting he he looks disgusting literally and, and it's like you, uh, you gotta if you're gonna like create a life with someone you gotta scratch the surface a little bit and and get in get into the nitty-gritty you know like you yeah. gotta listen to what the streets are saying if that's who you're gonna have a baby with i think well and also to go to go back to kiki for a second and i think we all women should really let her advice sit in. Earlier in the season of Miami, she said, I always knew Lenny would cheat. He just looks like people who cheat. He's yeah. got that face. And I'm like, literally, Rand is the exact same, right? Ugh, yeah. He's the L.A. version of the Miami boob doctor, <laughs> which is makes terrible casting director or producer. Yeah actors that he's like blackmailed. Um, it's yeah. So. I, I find Lala to be, like, so I – I used to really like her. Now I, like, cannot stand her. Um, but I, I think she I, – I do understand that she's, like, playing devil's advocate. And I think that's actually probably an important role. I agree. We need the, someone. On the show that's probably puts her in a very precarious situation. But, like, I don't think her and Ariane ever really liked each other. And I still don't really think they do. I no, I definitely don't think they do. I think they 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 pretend to like each other for the show. Yeah, and I think and Ariana Gina. appreciates her standing up for her at the reunion and through everything. Yeah. But if I was Ariana, I would not trust her. I, I, there's something that irked me out about her making merch about give it to sell it to Daryl or whatever and making all this money off of Ariana's misfortune. Well, they all did that, honestly. They all and, did, but, and it seems like Lala and, and, you know, she keeps being like, Oh, it, you, you're going to see it on the season. It seems like she's sort of the one that ends up being the most disgruntled about Ariana's sainthood, mm -hmm. but it's like every single one of you benefited at bare minimum. This show was going to be done, you know, like it yeah. had run course and you all now still have a show still have merch are your podcasts are hits all so like you can be mad at ariana but you also got to realize that like this horrific thing happening to her helped you 
Yeah, yeah. But I think that's hard to recognize on the show at a whole when they're filming too, though, because like there's a level of show that they don't want to talk about, which I wish they would have just for this season. They yeah. should have dropped, literally dropped everything and spoken about the show's mechanics. I think that would have made a better season because it kind of, we peaked at this like insane drama last season and the only way to kind of address it further that would be interesting to me is if we're having like real conversations about people making money off of ad deals and like who's benefiting off of who's pain and like that stuff. And like no one will film with Sandoval. Right, like, and- like there's... Yeah, like that there there's interesting things there, I guess, but like I don't think there's interesting things in them just pretending that they just like picked back up and living normal lives in LA when they all have all this yeah, stuff they're working there, through. There's um there's this NFL docuseries called Hard Knocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Follows um te- now there's like an in season one, but it like originated, it followed teams during training camp. Mm-hmm. And the production turnaround on that is like four days. Oh, it's and- that quick. Yes, because they are filming it and then putting it on HBO less than a week later. So, and I'm like, now obviously that is insane. I I'm constantly like, that is so impressive. I don't think anyone realizes that like doesn't work in this. Like that's mm-hmm. and and they're taking <clears throat> much smaller production swings. But I would almost like prefer that. It, it's the same on Beverly Hills. It's like I Morgan and Kyle has already played out. And so yes, we're getting to see the origins of it, but I'm already annoyed. So it's like we're already over Scandal. I want to know what's happening. Like give me and I'm not even saying it has to be a week. Could we have production the difference be a month? Because that that's I don't need seven drone shots. No. I don't need weird um interstitial music to be written just like give me bare bones and strip it down a little bit so we can be living what they're living in a little bit more real time i agree i pitched this on our last episode but i think they would have it would have been smarter for them to do like a season 11 part a and b almost like even just release the first eight episodes or six episodes in like uh, i don't know like july or august of this year because they don't film that long they only film for like three months you know and then that's the season so like i don't know i just there are better ways i think i think this season will be a learning experience for bravo in general i think there are better ways to turn over this content because it's not it's the way the world moves now like it's not sustainable yeah Yeah. you have to be on Um, it you do yeah because it's like we know him and raquel are not together and and some of that too is like i you know i listen to a lot of like podcasts and recaps and reading and and it's like i so i sort of take everyone a little bit at face value with my little like indiana eyes but then i'm hearing people be like you see tom setting the stage that he gets quote unquote left by raquel and it's like no he's just playing a victim because that's like the only card he can play to like save any and like you you're seeing like the sausage be made a little too much because yeah. he's just so not that savvy i know i agree so i want to talk about Anne, who we must protect at all costs yes <laughs> i don't sometimes people come across our screens and i i'm like you unfortunately are not made for this like genre realm <laughs> yeah, you're not made for prime time. Like, I need to protect you from this Bravo world. I'm like, I don't want 
the fans to be to know who you are, you know, because like, oh yeah, I'm just scared for I'm, her. I'm but she hearing, has a podcast yeah, only, now. She does. She has a podcast. Well, here's the thing about LA <laughs> is that like every assistant also has you know some sort of hope of running a network right. or so it's like everyone is out here because they have aspirations of show business mm-hmm. so you're not going to be able to find like a nurse to do that job <laughs> right I so mean, I it guess makes that's sense that Anne is I, I wish that wasn't the case but as I was watching her I'm like why would she accept this job I <laughs> was watching this very strange uh, like clip of Alec Baldwin interviewing Woody Allen and on Zoom. (laughs) And it's just the two of them being the clunkiest, oldest dorks. Mm -hmm. And Woody Allen's Wi-Fi is bad. And so then his assistant has to go on and she's like a young woman. And I'm like, who is she? What young woman is saying I'm going to be And so I'm like, we need we need to unionize for these assistants that are being assistants to like universally terrible men. <laughs> Correct. I can't. No, I completely agree. Like why? Yeah. I mean, and she doesn't seem like a savvy person who like got on the show because she wanted to be a part of the show. No. I think she just applied no. for that job. Yeah. But she must have known, like you got to Google. I'm sure she knew who he was. I could see Anne have been having been on like an improv team or maybe doing <laughs> stand up. Like just because, you know, she doesn't feel prime time. She, she probably lives in Silver Lake. You're right. And, I'm being mean. And, and has, um, you know, has hopes of a one woman show. No, I mean, I, I agree. I just, well, she, she no longer works for him and now she's a podcast. So maybe one woman show is near. Um, and she posted that photo of her in like a cheerleading outfit. Did you see that? It says she posted a photo of her. I, I, I don't follow Anne. It sounds like I follow Anne. (laughs) You're like, are you friends with Anne? You talk about Anne for so much that you you don't want. I feel like I probably met Anne. (laughs) Probably. She posted a photo on one of the Bravo accounts posted it. She's in like a, a Spartan cheerleaders outfit essentially, but it says team Ariana and she's like jumping in the air. So I think the, the bridge between her and Tom has been burned. So she hates Tom as well. (laughs) She does. Like, I'm sure 90% of Hollywood assistants eventually hate the person that they are assisting. It seems like the worst job on earth. Oh, wait. there's no way you leave that job happy. There's just no way. And, and, and I don't know how much assistants make, but it can't be enough because I think it's, and, and I'm sure there's, rich and famous people who like do set hours or they have multiples and, and that, but it seems 24 seven because I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely know someone and they're not in the Hollywood world, but they like work for a billionaire mm-hmm. and, and it's like their Thanksgiving is setting up the billionaires Thanksgiving. Like they don't have a Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know. A, I know. Well, that's awful, but I, and I also know a like, <laughs> a career um executive assistant. assistant well she's an executive assistant so she's not working with like celeb necessarily but works for this guy both in their office but also just like like on the weekends too like if he needs a dinner reservation like it's her and 
I mean, she she lives a very good life doing that. I think you have to have a level of like, I think she's good at, she's very good at compartmentalizing. Like, yeah. And she'll, she's someone who gets stuff done. So I can see her, her being good at it for those reasons. But for me, I think I just would not be able to handle the 24. I need breaks. Like I need a weekend. I need PTO. Like I can't be on call at all, beck and call at all hours of a day to like get you a smoothie. That just sounds like my own version of hell. I'm lazy Mm -hmm. and not detail oriented. Same, same. I was an assistant. But I like what I just had. It was like my friend who was rich and I would like go get his laundry and do his grocery shopping. And I think there was I think I actually was supposed to do more. And I was like, no, (laughs) you're like, no, I think I need to go home now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired. I think I like wrote. I feel like I got blamed for like breaking a hot tub at some point. And I was like, could have been me. Couldn't have been. Who knows? (laughs) Like, I just can't. But well, but out- I'm also not like applying for those jobs, right, you know? right? Right, right. Well, shout out to Anne. I I hope you're protecting your mental health. And this the Bravo world can be a scary one. I just don't want people well, to be mean and- to her, as yeah, I just and, eviscerated and we were, her. But Hollywood was shut down for like eight months last year, That's so true. people needed income. And 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 maybe a successful CBS procedural writer, for all we know, <laughs> that was like, I'm out of work. I gotta go. You're right. You're right. Strobe I, lights. You see, in New York, we, we don't. I don't have that mindset in New. In, in LA, you're like, oh, my Uber driver was on like season three, episode four of Suits. So, like, <laughs> right. In yeah. New York, I don't think about it like that. Like, but you're you're absolutely right. She's totally in the mix somewhere, and in, in some yeah. sort of you know business community out there. Oh, when we go to daycare drop off, I'm like, who? And my husband would be like, that man it was on every single episode of 30 Rock. And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's just here dropping his kid off. <laughs> um, wait, did you, so have you been to Pump before? Oh, yeah. I got okay. food poisoning from Pump. Okay, that does not surprise me. I, too, have been to Pump. Um, I was safe in the food department because we only shared a hummus, but I guess you never know. Um, and, you know, Lisa talks about these restaurants like they are just like luxury destinations right yeah 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 yeah. like it's nobu malibu and i'm right. only saying nobu malibu because once you get once once nobu started franchising and those fell off right so <laughs> yes like, that's like that's like rich people's cheesecake factory now so yeah she's talking about it like it's like jean george and <laughs> totally. it's like oh i i'd have i've actually been to the entire at least i had been to villa blanca sir pump Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's and I've been to Vanderpump Garden in uh Caesar's Palace. You've been to Schwartz and Sandy's next to the Dollar Multiple. General in the shopping I've, mall. <laughs> okay, yes. So it, it's anchored by a um pet store, like a pet <laughs> uh costuming and supply store yeah. that not only have I been to, I've performed stand-up comedy Wait, at no. that pet store. Oh, yes, a for pet dogs. store. I performed for dogs. And and had a great set, you know, connected. <laughs> For a second, I thought you met at Schwartz and Sandy's. So I'm happier you were at. <laughs> but I've been to Schwartz and Sandy's three times. Well, what are the vibes like? <laughs> it is so <laughs> bad. 
<laughs> it is so perfectly terrible. So the first time I went, it, it's really empty too. Yeah, and like, that's all I hear. I've gone at times where you like think it's going to be crowded. It's not. Um, I have seen Schwartz there. Um, I've had a waiter who said it was his first time, his first day, multiple times. <laughs> um, didn't know. Smart. Yeah. I, I mean, it is. Cause it's like, he knows he's bad at least. He's like, it's yeah. my first day. And it's like, we well, said that six months ago. Um, I, I've had a waiter not know what like, like Cabernet is. Sure. Like we're, That's tough. we're talking very basic sort of like. My niece knows what Cabernet is. Right, like, right. You go, oh, okay. I, don't I was know at right. I was at a beach club in Miami, one of my like awful Miami trips, and I asked her vodka soda, and the waiter. I am not kidding. The waiter goes, "I'm sorry, you want vodka and soda like separately?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm so the sorry." The most common drink <laughs> in Miami. I know. I'm like uh, vodka, and then you're just gonna kind of put it into the soda. He's like, "Oh, like mixed together." And I was like, yeah, sir, <laughs> I cannot be the, f- if this is the first that you've heard that it's, you're going to hear it again in about 20 minutes. So he's like, we only serve cocaine. <laughs> um, right. So, th- and then the s- short and Sandy's, the food is like fine. You know, like it looks sweet. Like oh, my husband came with me because we went there before we were going to see Mariah Carey at uh-huh. the Hollywood Bowl. This is like a dream we like- evening. We were meeting friends there, and it's like close to the Hollywood Bowl. No one was there. Um, so, and my husband was like, this is where it is. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, this is sad. I'm like sad for them. And then we got there, and we're in there. And my husband's like, this place is going to close. Like, this is – and so I'm ordering a salad, and the waiter's like, so um, people are saying the dressing is weird. This is what the waiter says to me <laughs> as I'm ordering it. And I go, Weird? And he's like, yeah, just like really citrusy. And I'm like, okay, I guess put it on the side. Like I've never had a server anywhere. Just be like, don't do that. I'm I'm talking Red Lobster, Outback (laughs) Steakhouses. Go, yep, the feedback is that's not good. (laughs) I've heard their food is crazy. The food is, it's whatever. Like They're like sliders are good. Yeah. Um, Schwartz didn't know how to work the lights. And so, he, you know, that time around, yeah, I don't yeah, know, maybe yeah, it's yeah. Like seven o'clock when they, so he came in and turned the lights down way too dark and then came out and was like, did I do that wrong? Like, it was just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in living, an episode. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm living in an episode. Yeah. And then like Greg had to come in and fix it. And then I went um, to go to the ladies room and and these are like these are three different times, mm-hmm. but they've all been like this is going to be closed the next time I come here. Yeah, um, I went to go to the ladies' room and it was closed, closed, closed. <laughs> we don't have a ladies' room. And so, I, and so I just went into the men's room. Yeah, good for you. And I was like, it's anarchy here, anyway. So like, I just have to take matters <laughs> into my own hands. Shorts and Zanies would have a closed women's restroom. That's on par yeah. with the way that they look and view women. Um, yeah. Wait, but the the pump closing party, I found it to be one of the most realistic um, depictions, depictions of who goes there. Yes, <laughs> I was Women like, wait, from the Midwest. This, yes, I was like, I was like, un- Lisa got done dirty today because she didn't could not rally any of the of the pretty people. The like, no, central casting <laughs> did not send her some extras, so she got elder gaze, elder gaze, and then like. 
<laughs> some children. And there there was a there was a I'm going to just they, uh, maybe a they them someone standing right behind her when Lisa was giving her speech about pump being this beautiful garden. I need you to go back and watch. They are trying to get on the show. <laughs> they're like you like you know either they're trying to get on the show or central casting um told them to like really overreact like like um what do you say like when you're in the ensemble of a musical like you're like rutabaga rutabaga like that stuff like he's like making yeah, yeah, yeah. he's making like facial <laughs> like reactions like oh my god shut up wait no oh my god oh, oh we love wow. this place lisa love you uh, you have to go back and watch it it is i couldn't stop staring at him it, it was insane i'm like this gaggle of people there must have been not yeah, were they actually there or were they paid to be there? The jury's out for me on that. Yeah, like Pump was my favorite one. I Pump is way better than Sir. Yeah, so I've been um, to Sir and Pump, and I Pump, I agree, had like more fun party vibes, and it didn't seem yeah. to take itself so seriously. Yeah, like Sir is like this is a restaurant, you know, and it's like but yeah, the Sir food's is, trash. So Tom Tom is, I mean, they're all just like. <laughs> truly chaotic (laughs) like i don't know their finances have never made sense to me no because i'm like if this is your main business i don't know how you're living the way you're living because like restaurants aren't even that profitable i mean they make a good they make an okay amount of money off of the show yes but like before they ever got on beverly hills they were living in a mansion in Beverly oh, Hills. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You're talking about the Vanderpumps, like how they have oh, what they have. Yes, I'm not about I don't Ken underst- and I think there's some Ken money some hidden somewhere that got yeah, them where family. they are. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh, what? No, I'd like to know exactly how much you're making. And then I'm like, is there like an entire string of restaurants in London? We don't. Well, I like, know that's the London side of it always never makes sense to me because there would have been so, Lisa's all about branding and about like, promoting her businesses and stuff if if they had restaurants in london while she was on beverly hills it's confusing to me that we just never went to london or like went and did things around that area like let me show you where we started our businesses like that feels like something she'd do she never even took us to london no i I think it's like the streets of london are like we don't know her i I agree i think that people might be like who is she i i don't yeah i agree the money for them is confusing to me um very and then last thing about vpr did you cringe deeply at sheena and in the studio back in the studio again um every every time they said emo night i cringed sure but (laughs) just because it was just like are you guys it seemed like you have like a counter um like you're getting paid per (laughs) mention of of emo night emo night and mm-hmm. like they're just so classic like who would go to something and be like this is so cool and it's like you're dorks um but i was actually glad to see sheena back in the studio and um and sorry i just got a um text from my husband that our son got reprimanded oh. <laughs> <laughs> by the by the 30 um, rock cast member at daycare <laughs> no, I think by a teacher. Um, that would be sad if the 30 Rock cast member was also the teacher. Um, no, I, like Sheena, Sheena and Brock being in the studio watching Sheena. Um, it actually, I was like, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. 
I it was kind of nice to see him just supporting her scream and and to the. Well, song. they don't but, go anywhere not together. They're one of those couples. Are you're, you? I you don't give me that vibe at all. No. Yeah, me. I am deeply not that. Like I need to be alone. <laughs> yeah, and I don't go with. We go. Uh, I would say like a average amount of places together, and we like do around the same thing. And right. Agreed. So I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I'm. If Brian was like, I need to go re-record my my emo song. I'd be like, okay, have fun. Okay, great. <laughs> well, especially especially given the fact that like Sheena is not comfortable leaving their child alone. That I'm like, sure, that it does throw a wrench in all of that. It doesn't make a total a ton of sense. I I totally believe that postpartum OCD is a real thing, and yeah. I absolutely see how it can be. I think I have the opposite. <laughs> I have like, he's fine. <laughs> No, he's fine. He'll be okay. Like, I'm like, I'll leave him with any old person. Yeah, he's good. Like, no, have he's, you seen a kid before? You're good. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> that's how I would be, too. I mean, that's how I am with kids. I'm like, you just got to treat him like an adult, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's good to go. Walk it off. Roll around. Oh, you're, I mean, I can, you're probably, I mean, I know you're the best mom, so. Oh, that's like how my you. mom was, too. And it's it's kind of the best. You, 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 you figure it out you gotta kids gotta figure it out you know um well before i let you go we gotta touch on traitors real quick because um it is really the reason for the season and you were very excited to talk about that um who are you rooting for who are you surprised by and i guess i don't know this about you like did you have context for the non-bravo people so i didn't but, like, I have tons of friends that, like, love Survivor, mm-hmm. love Big Brother. Um, I really don't watch those shows. Yeah. And it may just be, like, a time thing. Because, like, I go in and out even on UK Love Island. Like, I'll start almost every season. And then around, like, episode 40, I'm like, I don't know that I can keep going. <laughs> um, but So I didn't know who they were, but I'm, like, I, I know, like, the challenge. I know the MTV people, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm, like, excited to meet them. And I'm also always thrilled to see how people react to Bravo people. It is interesting. It's a whole community. Like, the Bravo community, I think the... So I think the Bravo community does watch other things. But I don't think, like, the Survivor community... Does not watch Bravo. No. <laughs> but like no. the Bravo community watches Survivor. Like I I watch yeah. all Survivor and Big Brother and but I'm Bravo I'm Bravo first. Bravo is my sun and then Survivor yes, um, is my moon. Um but like <laughs> <laughs> and I watch the challenge too. But like I just I agree. It is interesting to see everyone underestimate the way that a Bravo person could socially play this game i just think it's really fascinating to watch because all of the bravo people are so much better at this game than yeah the, the competition I've people been, i've been really surprised with peter big um, surprise there who i did know from mm. i do watch i i dabble in bachelor yeah bachelor, me too right? i watched that season um and i just find him to be like so boy like like truly he's he's like we all went to high school with a peter Weber. Tom Hanks in Big. Like, yeah. it's like, are you a boy or are you, you're a pilot? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, at you. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm like oddly like, okay, is Peter hot? Like, it's like changed how I felt about him. Um, I, 
I the, the I think the strangest thing to me about the show. I love the show. Cannot wait for it to come on my TV tonight. Yeah, me and I didn't. I tried with season one, and it, I didn't like connect with it. But this one, I like was hooked from moment one. The weirdest thing to me, though, is the $250,000 because all of these people are rich already. Right. So I'm like, is this Celebrity Jeopardy? Are they giving it? Like, why? I just saw Phaedra on Married to Medicine throwing her son a $70,000 birthday party. So why does Phaedra need $250,000? So that so I it's different for each kind of reality star because Survivor, for instance, in Big Brother, they do all star seasons and they win money. But those people don't make careers necessarily out of being yeah. on Survivor, except except for Sandra. Sandra has been on Survivor, I think, like six times or something like that. And um, she's won twice. And she's won twice. And I always like to, I've, I've said this every time, so listeners bear with me, but it's a fun fact for people who are new to her. Just something to know about her is that she's she never, she I, she's never won like a weekly challenge on Survivor. Really? Like she's never won an immunity idol. She's never... Like a, so she just like floats. She floats like and plays. She she either floats or she like literally is at the bottom, almost going home every week wow. and is won twice. So I, I I bring this up to people who come on here to talk about it because I want everyone to keep their eye on her because she's doing it here and yep. she's playing the bottom. Like they should have sent her home. Already. I know, and I'm I am actually very very surprised. I think that is a big misstep on Parvati's game because Parvati yeah. has played with her and Sandra won over Parvati. They were in the final two together. Wow. And so I'm like, I don't I don't think Parvati is giving Sandra enough credit for Yeah, I would how give her to her well, yeah. At, seeing um Dan botch that thing with Phaedra was really satisfying. It was really satisfying. I, I think it was I do under I do think it was the only thing he could do because I don't think going for Parv would have worked. And I also don't think it would have, even if it did work, it wouldn't have lasted long for him in the game anyways. I think it was like kind of the only thing he could do. He was playing the game so poorly. Yeah. Like it's just different. It's a different game. Like you can't just sit there. Like Sandra is being quiet, right? But like she's also, every time she is, throwing out names is easy for her, you know? Yeah. I mean, she has full metal braces on television. She's won twice. Megan, she has one survivor twice. She has at least $2 million in the bank. And she decided to put braces on right before she head to Scotland. And I <laughs> love that about her. There's, and what, what, does she have a birthmark? No, she What's fell her? in that, she fell on the show in that challenge in the graveyard. She fell into a grave. That's from that? <laughs> yes. I thought this was like a lifelong ailment. No. <laughs> she fell in the graveyard. <laughs> yes. So. When Funny. she said to Janelle, yeah. my mouth is dry. <laughs> yeah, her and Janelle. I wish Janelle had stayed like same. Um I love how confused Sheree is. Sheree. Like, I forget she's there every episode. People are like, does Sheree know about playing a game? When she was like, I voted for John, I know he's not a traitor. I'm like, what? 
I know it makes me laugh because I'm like you don't know like you are putting targets <laughs> she's so dumb that it's not putting a target on her back but like you should never throw a vote out like that because then that person's gonna be like what? why me well and she doesn't even know that she has a traitor protecting her <laughs> like it's like sure they win like well, and I don't know who's I think Phaedra I, would take her to the end and then screw over yeah her. yeah I do think Dan's play on Phaedra and then obviously him being a traitor, they must all go, okay, well then Fader's a traitor. Like if they're not able to connect that, then they all deserve to be banished. I know, but you know, when you're in it, like I wonder how easy it is or hard it is to make those connections because like you're living in your own mania and like- But it, you go, why don't we just try it? Yeah. Because you have to kill or vote someone out every single time. So it's like, okay, well, we banished seven people that weren't traitors. So what's <laughs> one more? <laughs> Their track record is so bad. They're and, so bad. But that's like on all this. I've, I'm watching the first UK season right now. And I watched the first American season. The UK season is all uh, normies. There's no celebs yeah. on it. Which yeah, I think I heard works. that about Australia too. Yeah. It works that way though, because like I think the weird part about season one of US Traders is the half and half was weird because of course in the end most of the normies were gone except for the last couple, you know, by the end. I don't know. I it just the dynamic is weird. The money yeah. means different things to different people too. Like Yeah, it's gotta be all or um, all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, and I like them talking about the housewives click and yeah, like all it's fun is really and talking yeah. about their shows and be like on my show we don't do things like this or on my show like yeah. it's it's interesting especially for people who study reality tv you know like we do yeah, it's so it's so fascinating and like for someone to just like not know who tamra is it's like i love that mm-hmm. <clears throat> although she kind of went went down with kind of a flop i couldn't believe she was crying when she got killed I know. I'm sure it like brought up cut PTSD for her. <laughs> like, My business failed. My business I failed. I can't. I failed too much this year. <laughs> well, no, she's doing fine because she has a whole podcast empire. They created a network. And she has this, I think her CBD brand does well. well. Yeah. Um, well, Megan, thank you so much for being here. This is so fun. Thank you. You're the best. You make me laugh. You were really killing me today. So thank you for bringing some joy to me and all the listeners at home. Um, it's because well, I took a three-hour nap. I'm well-rested. Yeah. <laughs> I got bluey on my mind. <laughs> um, we'll tell everyone where they can follow you. And also, if there's, a, I don't know if you have any live shows coming up or anything like that. I do. I'm going to be going on the road a bunch this year. Um, So I'm going to like San Francisco area in April. I'm going to be going to New Orleans, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, and then probably doing some East Coast dates too. Uh, But I post everything on my Instagram at bettermegangailey. And then my podcast is I Love My Kid But. Um, it's a parenting podcast where we complain about being parents. And it's, I, we do have a lot of listeners who do not have children because they say it makes them feel really awesome to not have kids. <laughs> I'm, I, I identify currently as a non, as a, someone who does not want kids for now. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think yeah. I would love it. It's, I mean, so do I. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank no, you so my much. My son is such a joy. Such he, a joy. And he's so freaking cute. Y'all have the cutest little family, of course. I will say bye to the listeners. Bye.
Bye, cuties. That's another ep in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.